The book of Job 2.23-26 Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust by great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. According to the given Holy Scriptures, we can conclude that until we possess the element of true and upright joy, we will not be able to receive rains timely in the form of the blessings of God called to satisfy our needs. Which is why we will not be able to partake in the inheritance of the blessed and promised to us harvest, which would swallow up all of our needs. And for this purpose, it is necessary for us to apprehend and make the decision to be glad and rejoice in God as our Lord and Savior, regardless of materialistic poverty or abundance. Again, I will read this. For us, it is necessary to apprehend and make the decision to be glad and rejoice in God as our Lord and Savior, regardless of materialistic po poverty or abundance. The thing is that materialistic poverty and abundance, depending on our attitude toward them, will become a result of either blessings or curses. If our joy or our sorrow is inspired and comes from the wellspring of materialistic poverty or prosperity, then both poverties as well as prosperity will become the wellspring of curses. If our joy and our sorrow is inspired and comes from the wellspring who is God Himself, then both poverty as well as prosperity will activate God to fulfill His promises in the form of rain and later than the harvest. And one of the components demonstrating Rejoicing in the Lord is giving God tithes and offerings in joy because the result of true love for God is always joy. It's not possible to love and not have this joy or to rejoice. The first sign that a, a young person loves a, a young woman or a young man uh, is joy. And you can tell by how joyful they are. This element of joy needs to be present in our relationship with God, whom we love. And it is present also here in honoring God with our tithes and our offerings. In Deuteronomy 26, it is written that I did not eat in sorrow, and I did not separate it in uncleanness, and I did not give to the dead. I was obedient to the voice of the Lord my God, and I fulfilled all that you had commanded me. Right now we will sing a psalm and we will thank God for the great opportunity to partake in this 
service to honor God and not honor Him in sorrow but in joy. And we have the great privilege of giving in the cleanness of our hands. When we give to the Lord, we need to give with what we're content with. We're content with what God has allowed us to have. If we're not content with our earnings, with our car, with our house, then in our tithes and our offerings, there is filth. It's defiling our offering, especially when we give for the dead. It's to give into religious dead institutions and consider, uh, considering them. You need to honor, of course, Caesar, but not before honoring God. As some pe- people have approached pastor and said, allow me to first pay my taxes before I give my tithes. And so you, you can't uh, use your tithe, the tithe that is belongs to God, to pay your ta- uh, to pay your taxes with. How can you take what is holy to the Lord, not your holiness, but the the holiness of the Lord, and the, and give that to Caesar rather than give that to God? There was another young woman who uh, approached Pastor and said that I did a lot of different kinds of uh, changes to my face and other beauty uh, things with her with her face and she said I have no money to now give my tithe and so we need to understand we need to honor God and what is holy and when we bring what is holy to the Lord we need to bring it with joy let us stand up and honor God with our tithes and our offerings Yeah. 
If you will allow me, I will repeat after Pastor Arkady that every time with the nation of Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command Moses gave, which he received from God, to stretch out his hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they continued to do for thousands of years, were that same Israel connected to the same roots, nourished by the same olive tree, we will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hands over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in sorrow. I do not give in uncleanness. And I do not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging word and I am glad that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray, may your heavenly windows be open to me, and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. May be blessed. Please be seated. And I also want to remind us that today we will have the opportunity to watch the sermon of pastor it will be a video uh, and it will be called to please god this will not be uh once this will not be one sermon this will be a series of sermons and we will have this privilege and mercy on sundays we will be able to start watching the sermons of our pastor may be blessed 